You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, June 4th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by the man that never sleeps, the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. Bill, thank you so much for joining me. I know you're busy as heck. First of all, just let the listeners know what they need to know so far about what's happened this week on the recruiting front for the Buckeyes. It's been such an uh, action-packed week and what they need to know going forward this weekend. First of all, it was a great uh, day on Wednesday, even though it was cloudy, overcast, not as warm as usual. It was a great day because we actually uh, got back to having camps. Uh, basically, you know, first time in two years that we've had a camp at Ohio State, and, and you know, that was a great thing. Um, it, it was also, you know, it was also just nice to see all of the people there, everybody, you know, working out. You know, coaches, coaches, everybody doing that, and you can see their faces. Um, you know, that was that was nice too. So, and, and to talk to everyone and and see the action, it, it was fantastic. Um, you know, I think the main highlights from the camp were that um, five guys got offers, scholarship offers from Ohio State, and that number could well grow. You know, they're still evaluating. Uh, you know, a number of the guys were at that camp, but you start with the quarterbacks and. Um, uh, the, the one from you know, that I think everybody was really anticipating being at the camp, uh, that being Nico Lamaleva. He, uh, he, he was pretty much as advertised, and he, he landed the offer. And, and then you had uh, Eli Holmstein from Louisiana got offered. Uh, you had a defensive lineman that just was terrific. Um, you know, he, he, Kenneth Grant from Indiana came in – Maybe not as heralded as some people might think, but, uh, you know, was just eye-popping. He's six foot four. He's 350 pounds. He ran a 5-1-40, and he was powerful and just stood out in the one-on-one. So, you know, he got an offer, and he's somebody that uh, uh, certainly high State fans should keep in mind as a potential guy to end up uh you know as a buckeye so that that was certainly interesting and then you had the two defensive backs that got offered christian gray uh from missouri he's he's been a big buckeye fan for for quite some time he i i know was very excited about being offered by ohio state uh he's a cornerback uh 2023 guy and then uh can lee who came up to ohio state with uh, Kristen Miller, the 2022 off defensive lineman that the high state has scheduled for an official visit. They came up together and, and Kay and Lee also got an offer. So that's kind of the big developments. And we'll see. You know, again, guys are still getting evaluated. Wouldn't be surprised at all if more offers eventually come 
either sooner or later from, from the guys who are at that camp. I want to look at the 2022 class right now. Obviously, the Buckeyes have 12 commits headlined by the Quinn Ewers, ranked number two in the country. Just give me a ballpark estimate here. I'm sure you, you love questions like this, but how many commits can we expect this month from Ohio State for the 2022 class? Uh, you know, that's really tough. I, and I keep telling people, and I really think this is the way it's going to play out, uh, that um, you're not going to see a lot of initial commitments when guys start making official visits just because it's been a long time. Uh, guys haven't been on campus in some cases for, you know, two years, uh, but, but certainly well, well over a year that guys haven't been on campus for. Um, so to think that they're going to get out there and just take one visit and right away commit to a school, you know, I, I think it's, it's going to happen on occasion, but I don't think that's going to be the norm. The norm is going to be, you know, hey, let's take a couple visits at least, uh, maybe three, four, maybe all five before we make a decision. So I think that uh, it'll be very interesting to see how the visits go initially. Um, but I think then it'll be really interesting towards the middle and late in the month, early July, to see which guys are going where, because I think you're going to have a lot of activity then. No commits yet in the 2023 class. I imagine that's going to change uh, relatively quick this month. Um, give the listeners some idea what to expect this month in regard to the 2023 class. Well, we the big thing is we have five more camps. And, you know, and actually it's almost like 10, because these are uh, each day – is two separate sessions, two separate camp sessions where you have the big guys, the offensive defensive linemen in the morning, and then you have the skill guys in the afternoon. So basically we have 10 more sessions of camp uh, the rest of this month. So that's going to really focus on the 2023 class in particular, some 2024 and occasional 2022 like Kenneth Grant. You know, he came over to high state, was in that camp, got an offer. Uh, but it'll mostly focus on the 2003 class, and you're going to see a lot more offers go out. Um, you know, like I said, we had five offers uh, go out on Wednesday, and four of them were to 2023 guys. So you're going to see certainly more offers go out. And by the end of the month, I think you will seek some commitments from the 2023 class. Um, you know, I, I, as far as, I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, there'll be a couple. Um, but again, I think guys haven't made visits for so long that make their decisions. You're cutting out a little bit on me, but I, I got everything that you said, the gist of it. Uh, I, I imagine the listeners did too. Um, I'm going to ask you about a couple of guys that you've been asked about maybe 3 billion times in JTT and then Pele, Natiote. Let's start with JTT, <laughs> the last remaining chip in the 2021 class. Where's your crystal ball on him? Let the listeners know. What's, what's the latest with JTT? Well, my, my crystal ball hasn't changed. Um, you know, it, it's still on Ohio State, but, uh, you know, it, it's not a strong Ohio State. In fact, uh, if anything, if I was going to do anything with that right now, it might be to decrease things a little bit just because, again, you know, I, I think he could legitimately end up at several schools. You know, he's going to make his official visits, just like he said he was all along. Uh, one of them, obviously, a high state, June 18th. He's also uh, 
uh, got one this weekend. He's, he's staying home, so to speak, uh, staying out on the coast and uh, going to Washington this weekend. After that, he has USC. Then he has Ohio State, then Oregon, and then he finishes with Alabama. Obviously, you know, it, it's got to worry a little bit, Alabama getting the last hot uh, official visit wise, um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if it comes down to Ohio state or Alabama, you know, and it's, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how those visits goes. It's all pretty much on the visits. All right. Now to Pele, um, now being a big fan of your work, um, I know that there's only so much you can say about this situation, but uh, tell us as much as you can say about the situation. Where do you think he's going to end up? And just, you know, let the listeners know everything you can about uh, what you think is going to happen with Pele. Well, uh, he goes, by the way, he kind of goes by IE. And, um, um, yeah, I think that, um, and I've been saying this for a while and what I've been told, um, this week, uh, basically is the same thing. Uh, I think, well, I, I'm really confident in saying that he would like to be a Buckeye. I think that's where he wants to go. And, uh, Ohio state is very interested in him, but they're still working through some things. And, and, um, if everything gets worked out, I think he'll be a Buckeye. Uh, if it doesn't, then I think that he would uh, probably, you know, he'll he'll need to look elsewhere or make the next, you know, whatever uh, decision is best for him at that point. But again, I, I I really feel like he wants to be a Buckeye from everything I'm told, and and I think that's you know uh, on pretty good reliable sources. And they just have to get everything worked out. Will it be worked out? I don't know. Um, you know, I, I hate to say it, but uh, you know, I, I think it's maybe a little over 50% that it gets worked out, maybe, but we'll see what happens. Very interesting. All right. Last thing on the show here, just the floor is yours again. Just anything else you think Bucknutters need to know about the recruiting weekend that is coming up for Ohio State. It's going to be massive with all of the official visits, unofficials, and finally we're having official visits after what? I don't even, even know what. It feels like two years. Anything else the Bucknutters need to know about this weekend, Bill? Well, you know, if you look at the guys coming in for official visits, um, you know, you've got the commitments, and, and that's a good thing. I, I think, by the way, that was a great thing that uh, Ryan Day and Mark Pantoni and the staff came up with. Uh, you know, they, they felt like those 2022 kids, a lot of them committed, uh, in some cases, having never been to Ohio, stuck with Ohio State without visit with the coaches and all the things that are normal um, uh, for, for recruits. And the high state staff wanted to reward them by giving them the first opportunity to make official visits to high state. And I just think that's a fantastic thing. You know, it, it really says a lot about the way Ryan Day runs his program and the way Mark Pantone uh, does the Ohio State recruiting uh, aspect of things. I, I couldn't say enough about that. So you've got the Ohio State commitments coming in, making their official visits. And then not coincidentally, you know, they've lined up some of their very top targets in, to have them be around those guys. Uh, Omari Abor, you know, I, I've said for quite some time, he's at the top of the list when it comes to defensive line targets. You know, he, he is just a absolute, an absolute target. He's going to be in Columbus this weekend and, and, you know, that is certainly worth watching how that goes. You know, I think right now um, the, the two schools to watch for 
Omari or Ohio State and Oklahoma, but he is going to do, you know, look at other schools. He's going to visit Alabama. Um, uh, right now, I don't think he ends up at Alabama, but they're going to get, uh, again, the last official visit. So we'll see what happens. LSU is going to get an official visit. Um, it, but I, I know he likes Ohio State, and I know that his family does. And, and um, if I absolutely had to make a prediction right now, I am not ready to crystal ball into anyone. But if I absolutely had to make a prediction right now, you know, I'd probably go with Ohio State uh, for Omari. So, you know, that's absolutely one to keep in mind as far as this weekend. Um, the other thing to, the other thing to keep in mind is that Ohio State uh, wants a great safety and they need more offensive linemen. So who do they have coming in this weekend? The Wagner, uh, an offensive lineman from the Dayton area, as, as Dave would well know, his stomping grounds, uh, Huber Heights, uh, Wayne. And, and then they have, uh, uh, from Virginia coming in, Zach Rice. I like Ohio State's chances of landing Amy Wagner. Not a done deal, but uh, I like their chances. I've got a crystal ball to Ohio State. And then the two safeties, Zeon Branch and uh, Xavier Nwanka. You know, I would take either one of them in a heartbeat. Ohio State's got one safety in the class already. But if both of those guys wanted to commit, they're so good, I'd absolutely take both in a heartbeat. So, uh, though, you know, those are definitely watch mine uh, for this coming weekend. Fantastic insights from the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. I appreciate you joining me, friend. I know you have almost no free time, so I appreciate you jumping on here with me. Thanks again to the Dean. Thanks to everybody for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. I hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. you imaginary friends are real this is just so exciting this friday get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined showtime ryan reynolds john krasinski kaylee fleming fiona shaw phoebe waller bridge lewis gossett jr matt damon emily blunt george clooney maya rudolph bradley cooper sebastian maniscalco john stewart sam rockwell aquafina keegan michael key and steve carell i need to throw up or i need a snack it's one of the two gross if ready pg parental guidance suggested written and directed by john krasinski